Welcome to Third Angle, where you find us empowering first responders with augmented reality. I'm your host, Paul Hames from industrial software company PTC. In this podcast, we share the moments where digital transforms physical and meet the brilliant minds behind some of the most innovative products around the world, each powered by PTC technology. With many governments around the world committing to 100% zero emission truck sales by 2040, the sight and quiet sound of electric trucks is going to become more commonplace in the coming years. In 2022, in Europe alone, the market for heavy trucks grew by over 200%. At the forefront of the new electric future of haulage is Volvo Group. In Europe, Volvo Group is the market leader, and in North America, nearly half of all electric trucks registered in 2022 were Volvo trucks. One of the challenges that this fast-paced growth presents is for first responders. Despite often having advanced safety features, in emergency situations, incidents involving electric vehicles can present them with a completely new set of risks. Up until now, first responders arriving on the scene of an incident would have to identify the vehicle and flick through a file of 2D rescue cards to see diagrams showing where to locate hazards, how to disengage high voltage areas, and how to disconnect the battery before cutting into the vehicle to get the occupants out. Imagine this in the chaos of an emergency scene. This all takes time, which could cost lives. But the team at Volvo Group have now built an augmented reality-powered app that digitizes vehicle data for first responders and allows them to use AR to visualize important information while standing in front of a physical truck. We sent our producer, Lasse Edfast, to Gothenburg in Sweden to meet Anna Rigg, Traffic and Product Safety Director, and Vincent Barnu, AR expert and business solution engineer at Volvo Group. They take us around Volvo Group's headquarters and show us the app in action. My name is Anna Vrige Berling and I work as Traffic and Product Safety Director at Volvo Trucks. That means that I do a lot of things that have to do with safety. Uh, when we say traffic safety, we mean more like the stuff that we have, the features we have on our trucks that are there to uh, minimize the risk for accidents and injuries. And when we say product safety, which is what we're going to talk more about here, then we talk about making sure that our trucks are safe to use, both for the people that are driving them, but also for people that come in contact with them. Like, for instance, then the rescue services. Right now we are uh, in Gothenburg, in uh, Lundby, and this is where we have our main product development for uh, the truck side. So we are actually standing at Group Trucks Technologies headquarters. Behind here is actually where the first Volvo car was produced in 1927, and also the first Volvo truck in 1928. So it is also a very historical site. And when we look at safety, I mean, we know that Volvo has a really long history when it comes to safety, going all the way back to 1927 when we produced the first car. But then specifically talking about the seat belts, it was uh, developed and produced in 1959, the three-point seat belt. It was invented by a Volvo engineer, uh, but actually Volvo decided that it's such an important invention that we cannot keep it to ourselves. So we left 
the patent open, uh, I think that's how you describe it, so that anybody could use it. So one way we normally put it is that even if you buy a competitor vehicle, you get a piece of Volvo in every truck that you buy or in every car that you buy. There is a piece of Volvo. So, so the reason why we have why we have this app is, I mean, we have a history, I think, at Volvo at looking at safety, looking at trying to get the complete view of safety. It's not only about, it doesn't end with our products. I mean, it also is our products in use. So we need to look at not only the drivers and our customers, but anybody that comes in contact with, with our trucks. Uh, and there I think that rescue is a very important uh, thing because we know that rescue services and towing companies uh, also handle our trucks without any um, help from us you can say because that's when the trucks are really out in 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 the reality for instance a truck uh, driving off the road that has rolled over is laying on the side uh, and and the rescue services need to come there make sure that uh, the vehicle is safe to approach and also so that they can if needed, rescue people that are inside. Maybe it has been a collision with another vehicle, like a passenger car. You can think of many scenarios because we know that accidents happen in many way, ways. And, and uh, regardless of how this accident has happened, I mean, rescue services and others need to solve the situations. And that is also an important aspect that we cannot, it's impossible to predict exactly what every accident will look like. So that is why we want to provide this information. And then having this app where we don't only have the information in a static way, but really a three-dimensional view of each truck and also this augmented reality view. I think that's an excellent way to take it to use technology to take this one step further. Uh, and this is thanks to then Vincent and his team that came up with this idea. So it's really, you know, bottom up in this case. Uh, so we get a really good chance to use this technology and the technology push, because in this case, it's really a technology push that made us include this additional part in the information that we provide uh, externally. So my name is Vincent Barnou, I'm coming from uh, France and I'm responsible for uh, in our department called Aftermarket Technology. We are uh, delivering all the um, uh, aftermarket documentations for servicing the trucks and so on. And in that department I'm responsible to develop uh, augmented reality applied to that uh, field of operation. So it means that we are looking at this new technology which is still a uh, uh, quite quite recent on the market and we are uh, looking to develop use cases and where it applies where we can bring value to our service technician that will operate on the truck uh, like I'm just taking an example like seeing through the vehicle or having the effect of seeing through the vehicle will help you to locate precisely where are the components and uh, and where are each, uh, how the truck is assembled, uh, safe, for safety reason, uh, we are able to, uh, as I said, see through the vehicle and guide non-expert users on our trucks uh, to better understand the product. With the electric truck, we have some specific challenges. We have that the fact that it is 600 volts, and 600 volts is uh, not something that you want to uh, touch with. Uh, with your body, like for instance. So, so I mean, so you need to make sure that that is not happening. And of course, that is in the design of the truck. So it's not, 
it's no, there is no risk that you will come in contact with 600 volts. Uh, but of course, after an accident, when things are uh, broken and it doesn't look the way that it was designed, then it's important to know where this 600 volt is located so that you know, because rescue services, they need to sometimes cut the cab open to get people out. Uh, now, we don't have any 600 volt in the cab, so there's no risk when you want to cut into the cab that you will get in contact with 600 volt. But that is also... That is not visible from the outside. So that is, of course, important that we communicate that information. So it is the fact that it's 600 volts. But then it's also the fact that we have lithium-ion batteries. Uh, and that comes with the chemistry uh, in the batteries. And uh, as you might know, there is, there can be potentially a risk with these batteries that it can lead to a thermal um, event or a thermal uh thermal propagation and then that is of course also important for rescue services so it's connected to the fact that we have the batteries and that we have the 600 volts uh, so there's both um, ele electrical aspects and and uh, potentially some uh, fire aspects uh, so that is again then why we need to have this information now if you have a diesel truck and you have a lot of uh, fuel lines and you have other parts then of course there are other risks coming with that that we don't even have on the electric truck so there are i would say that there are differences and with those we have different challenges and with the electric trucks it is the fact that we have 600 volts but also the fact that we have the lithium ion batteries if they are deformed uh, severely then we know that that can lead uh, to a thermal runaway or potentially even to thermal propagation and that is of course extremely important for rescue services to know about and to be able to handle. Um, so I think that summarizes maybe the main differences that come with the electric trucks. Uh, so here we'll go through the, the application uh, and so on the welcome screen so as I described we are searching for uh, an identity and we are pressing the search button. Here the application will load and research in our uh, uh, databases. From here we are starting to in instruct the user to do certain actions. So first of all, we, uh, if possible, then uh, immobilize the vehicle by shocking the wheel. So here we see a small picture directly on the, the application. And then we can continue. And first question, is the cab accessible? Yes or no? Let's say that the cab is not accessible because any reason you have a, a, a problem with the truck and it's not uh, you are not able to enter the cab then you can click on no and here that's the the most important part i think and that's give give a sense to the the application is that we are instructing to remove the the 600 voltage uh, from the system and and keep it inside the batteries and for that we have what we call the an emergency uh, loop that we need to cut so it's literally a small wire that we need to cut in order to shut off the system and that's where it's really important to, to visualize where it is and the app is able to guide the user and we see on the screen a guiding ribbon to the exact place where the user uh, need to go so it's behind a small sensor that uh, that is on the side of the truck and you see the, the particular wire highlighted and blinking on the application. And it's super important because sometimes orange and 600 cable uh, can pass aside or near this cable to cut. And of, of course, the user 
we, we must avoid the user to cut the wrong cable. Of course, they are orange, but in case of an emergency situation, it's important that they understand clearly and visually uh, where to cut and cut only the small wire and not the big uh, power voltage, for example. Mm. It's physically mounted here, so that, that's really the impressive part for uh, using augmented reality is that you see exactly where things are, even if from outside, and from a human eye, it's hidden because you don't see it. But through augmented reality, you are able to uh, quickly uh, locate it, uh, even for in invisible parts. Here we have made a choice when the, the scenario is inside the cab. Uh, we don't see any augmented reality, for example, on the, on the tablet that is uh, demonstrated here, um, because there is uh, really few information and this is really an example where we have worked uh, what was the most uh, giving sense to the user uh, to have augmented reality and augmented reality is not using the technology for the technology and and we are really uh, uh, we have we have done the choice really to use it where it's relevant uh, like where the information is really important to understand like the hazard information and so on but where the information is easy to understand we have sticked to the let's say more usual flat 2d information we are having here an instruction about uh, do they hear any uh, noise or warnings in the in in the truck that an event might be going on so it's a, a display we are instructing them to look and, and hear from the uh, display of the truck if there is any problem and then at the end we are instructing them uh, to turn off the key uh, that will uh, shut off the the 600 voltage uh, system uh, automatically by just turning off the key like like any usual uh, driver would do when the first rescue uh, and the first responder will come to a, to a road event uh, they will as we previously uh, saw or uh, on the, the application demo they will enter a chassis identity or a truck ident identifier and that's really key in order to download the correct data because the data is not contained in the application otherwise it means that we will need to roll out each time a truck is produced a new version of the application which is not sustainable uh, so that's why we store this information in the cloud and through the vehicle identity the app will dynamically retrieve and download the correct information for that particular truck for uh, usage from the, the, the first responder. It's not primarily for the download time, of course it's important. The lightweight is really for the device to handle it because if it's a, a, a visualization that is too heavy the device and the application will not run. So of course it's a it's a, an opportunity to have it lightweight for the download time, but it's primarily for the application to work properly. I think that in the future, I mean, this is the start. Uh, uh, we've had trucks for many years, but like we talked about before, now we have new technologies coming and that uh, gives an increased need for this type of information and this type of uh, applications. And uh, in the future, I think that uh, there will be probably more frequent introductions of new technologies. So then I think that we need to use this uh, uh, also going forward when we have uh, other technologies coming in that will come with other challenges and that will come with uh, 
other uncertainties uh, for, for uh, the people that need to be in contact with our trucks. We have talked today mostly about, you know, at the accident site and, and we have also talked about that uh, electric, I mean, the need for this information in particular when it comes to electric truck is because it's a new technology. So, of course, uh, if we look further into the future, I mean, many years from now, we hope and we believe that uh, rescue services will be just as uh, familiar with electric trucks as they are today with the diesel trucks. So I think also one important aspect of this uh, this app and the augmented reality and the 3D version is um, is not only that it's meant to be used at the accident site. I mean, we really foresee that this is a training tool for the rescue services because of course the best would be if they are at an accident site and in a way they don't even need the app because they are so familiar with uh, what they are seeing at the accident site. So, so we hope and we believe uh, that this is not only to be used at the actual accident site uh, in a quite stressful situation. We hope that uh, rescue services uh, will use this in their own training so that they are prepared so that they can in fact uh, uh, be very familiar with our products. That was Anna Rigg and Vincent Barnu from Volvo Group. The use of augmented reality has the power to revolutionise emergency response, and PTC's advanced AR content development tool, Vuforia, plays a crucial part in this. Time to meet our expert, JJ Lechleiter. Safety and innovation are synonymous with the Volvo brand, and we've just heard about its emergency response guide app, which incorporates Vuforia, PTC's market-leading enterprise AR solutions. So, JJ, can you first give our listeners a very high-level overview of what Vuforia is and how the Volvo Group is implementing it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm the, I'm the general manager of the Vuforia business at, at PTC, and Vuforia within PTC is the market-leading AR suite. And so our customers, like Volvo, they use Vuforia to, to basically overlay digital information on top of the physical world. So think overlaying information on things like machines or vehicles. And by doing that, we're able to connect the frontline workers with information that they need, ultimately improving their productivity. So in the context of service, our customers use Vuforia to reduce the amount of time that they spend on a service visit or decrease the number of truck rolls, saving time and saving money. You know, within manufacturing, we see customers performing faster or more accurate inspections. And a common use case is training, where we see customers saving time, saving money in training by effectively providing a digital mentor to aid with their training needs. Now, in Volvo's case, they're using Vuforia to provide their first responders with the information that they need in a fast and intuitive way, keeping them safe and as effective as possible. So now, you know, think about the use case. Augmented reality is used to help a first responder get the correct information every time. It provides them instant, instant access to the right information. Pick up the iPad, point it at the vehicle, get the, the information that's relevant to the problem that they need, they need to solve. It's quicker than using a PDF or certainly paper documentation. The responder can understand visually what they need to do. They don't need to translate 2D into their physical environment. In other words, look at the screen and try and apply that to the truck in front of them. That's all taken care of by augmented reality. 
this results in uh, quicker and more accurate uh, responses than when using PDF or paper. And it allows Volvo to meet their requirements at the end of the day in a safer and a more efficient way. And it really solves their key challenge, which was this faster, more efficient use of their rescue cards to keep their first responders safe. The data is extremely important here um, because they did a great job of solving these safety challenges for the first responders, but, but how they did it is what's really interesting and really powerful. So Volvo utilized their existing data, their existing CAD data. This is the 3D data that was used to design and manufacture these trucks. Volvo has tons of different variations of the trucks. And so as you can imagine, getting the right information to the first responder for the configuration of the truck that they're standing in front of is critical. Now, Volvo doesn't have to author all of this data for their first responder application. They can pull that data from their product lifecycle management software, which in their case is PTC's Windchill. Now, Windchill software manages all of the different configurations of this data for Volvo. In other words, it handles all of that complexity. And now Volvo, by utilizing the existing data, they were able to launch with support for 1,500 different variations of those trucks and quickly scale to over 4,000 with the potential for much, much more. And that's really powerful because once you have access to the data, you can now repurpose that same existing data, that same pipeline for other use cases and other benefits, service and manufacturing use cases that I mentioned earlier. Now access to this data, access to these types of tools is really what's creating the advantages for today's connected worker. Huge thanks to Anna Rigg and Vincent Barnu for showing us around the Volvo headquarters in Gothenburg. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our bi-weekly Third Angle episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow PTC on LinkedIn and Twitter for future episodes. This is an 1860 production for PTC. Executive producer is Jackie Cook, recording by Lassa Edfast, sound design and editing by Clarissa Maycock, and music by Rowan Bishop.